Welcome to Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast, where I want to help you create the life you want to live. I am your host, Big Dave, a husband, dad, pastor, and certified financial coach. We're broadcasting live from Grateful Studios. We're the number one podcast for practical, marital, and financial advice. I hope you're ready because this is the show where your money and your marriage take center stage. Hey, welcome to episode seven, the top three reasons why married couples should save money. But hey, before we discover those top three reasons in today's content, let's hear a brief message about today's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Prestige Carpet Care and Power Washing, a family-owned and operated business serving Middle Georgia since 1996. Listen, if you need your carpet or tile cleaned, maybe upholstery or even exterior cleaning, these guys will get it done right the first time. Professional cleaning backed by professional customer service. Prestige Carpet Care and Power Washing will get your house clean and looking great on the inside and the outside. They also do water damage and restoration work. In case you had that unexpected emergency with a busted pipe, leaky water line that does damage to your floors so hey be sure to check them out on facebook at prestige carpet care and power washing send them a message or hey just give the owner a call john mcguire at 706-741-7750 all right nobody is talking about saving money okay nobody everybody talks about earning it borrowing it and spending it but no one is talking about saving it okay but when you save you win all right when you save you win all right having money puts you in more control of every area of your life your marriage life your education life your social life spiritual life your financial life when you have control you make smarter decisions by default okay you have less stress and less anxiety you have more security and more contentment all because you had the discipline to put it away, to set it aside, to save your money. Okay, the Federal Reserve reports that 40% of Americans don't have enough money on hand to cover a $400 emergency. Did you hear me? The Federal Reserve reports 40% of Americans can't cover a $400 emergency, just 400 bucks. Listen, that ain't good. I promise you, okay, we have got to do something about this. Because they aren't teaching this stuff in school. Listen, I went to 12 years of public school. Graduated with a college prep diploma, 3.3 GPA in high school. That grade point average that I had had nothing to do with me passing a personal finance class. Okay, I went to two years of community college. We're not going to talk about my GPA at the community college, though. And I went to three years of a private college and graduated with a 3.7 from uh, with my bachelor's degree. But again, that that grade point average, 3.7, had nothing to do with passing or, or achieving a personal finance or money management class. I had dozens of classes, dozens of smart professors, dozens of math classes growing up. And guess what? Not a single personal finance class. Not a single money management class. Nobody is talking about this stuff, okay? Nobody. I had to, I had, I've had enough of it. I'm sick and tired of people having all the knowledge of algebra two, trigonometry, and calculus, and they have zero knowledge of personal finances. I mean, come on, man. You're never going to use trigonometry again in your life. You're never going to use calculus ever again in your life. But you use personal finances every single day. Every single day you use personal finances. This drives me insane. It drives me crazy. The school systems are not teaching this stuff. Our parents are not teaching us this. And goodness sake, our 
Our churches aren't even teaching this. Okay, well, mine does because I stepped up to teach it. But before then, I'd never heard any pastor or preacher talk about money management, personal finances, getting out of debt. That's just never came, ever. Okay, so thank you for tuning in to Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast, where I promise you, I'm going to teach you this stuff that your school teachers should have taught you, your parents should have taught you, and your pastors should have taught you. Okay, I want to help create I want to help you create the life you want to live, but you have got to buckle down and learn about these biblical principles about finances. Learn money management that your teacher should have taught you in school, your parents should have taught you at home, and your pastor should have taught you at church, but they didn't. So thanks for tuning in to episode three. Listen, I'm fired up, y'all. I got to go. I got to go get some sweet tea. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. All right, I'm good, good. We're back. All right, so look, there, here are the three top reasons why married couples should save their money. Number one is emergencies. Wow, big surprise, right? Emergencies, right? The emergency fund is the first thing you should save for when you start to get a job. The first thing you should save for is an emergency fund, okay? And here's the problem. 50% of Americans have less than one month of their income saved for a rainy day for emergencies. Sure, right, right, that might... Might not sound too positive, but guess what? I'm positive that it's going to rain. Okay, it's going to rain. So you need to have a rainy day fund, okay? You have got to have this. You don't if you don't have cash on hand when the water heater goes out in the dead of winter or when you lose your job, you, what are you going to fall back on? You're going to fall back on debt. You're going to fall back on credit cards. We already did the episode credit card cancer. Go check it out. This is a huge deal. And when nearly half of the American households are not even saving their money at all, God, that's exactly what happens. You return to debt to pay for the emergency. Now it's not just a water heater problem. Now it's a water heater and it's a money problem. And now it's a financial problem. So number one thing you should save for is emergencies. Research shows, okay, according to Ramsey Solutions, that on average, a major financial hardship will occur every five to seven years in the American family. A major hardship, meaning a job loss, unexpected death, funeral costs, uh, major house damage, a car crash, unexpected medical emergency left with a big medical bill, which, by the way, go research this, the number one reason for all bankruptcies in the U.S., it's due to medical bills, medical debt. Go look it up. It's real. So that's with the major financial hardships. Every five to seven years, something major is going to happen. But with minor financial hardships, okay, the average American family typically has four minor financial hardships throughout the year. Car battery went dead, right? You had to replace a car battery. That's 120 bucks. Flat tire, a couple hundred bucks. A pipe burst in the house. You got to call the plumber, a few hundred bucks. Wisdom teeth surgery, and on and on and on. It's always going to be something so we have to be prepared people and people don't people aren't talking about this they're just not talking about this but you have got to save money you've got to have an emergency fund I love what the Bible says in Proverbs 6, 6 through 8. It says this, take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bone. <laughs> I love what the Bible says. That's a new living translation. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bone. Learn from their ways and you will become wise. Okay, Though they have no prince, no governor, no ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer long, gathering food for the winter. Wow. Just take a listen. Just watch the ants and see what they're doing. They save during the summer so that way they have food food during the winter. Wow. Genius, right? Proverbs 27, 12 says a prudent person, right? A wise person foresees danger 
and looks up ahead and they take precautions. The foolish person continues on blindly and will suffer the consequences. Okay, so the wise person looks ahead and goes, hmm, more than likely, I need to take some precautions because something bad is eventually going to happen. I need to save some money. The foolish person just continues on and they will suffer great harm. Proverbs 21.20 says this, the wise will have wealth and luxury, but fools spend everything that they get. Haven't we all been a fool? We get paid and we just start spending. We get paid and we just start swiping our debit or our credit card. We're not even paying attention. We're so broke, we can't even pay attention, right? I'm, I'm, I was so broke, I couldn't afford an opinion, right? Like no one could, I couldn't give anybody any advice because I was terrible with money. Proverbs 21, excuse me, Proverbs 13, 11 says, he who saves money little by little will make it grow. That's a promise. He who saves money little by little will make it grow. So what's the solution? Well, the first thing's first, you need to say, you need to start saving now. You need at least a bare minimum of 1500 bucks as a starter emergency fund. You have got to start your starter emergency fund. You've got to start today. Figure things out today. What can you squeeze out of your life? What can you sell? What can you get rid of? What extra job can you work? What side hustles can you do? You need to get a hold of 1500 bucks ASAP, right? You want to be able to easily access this money in the event of emergency. Emergency is going to happen, right? Just like from today's sponsor, Prestige Carpet Care. Listen, my wife and I came home from a vacation. On the day that we were coming home, there was an awful tornado in our town, and the wind was just outrageous. It peeled back some of our shingles. Water came in. Rain came in. We got home to a flooded living room, okay? Flooded living room. Got on Google, searched at water restoration, water damage companies. Bam! Prestige Carpet Care. Came, fix it up, extracted the water, all that. But it was a, it was an insurance claim. I had to come up with a thousand dollars, y'all. I had to come up with a thousand dollar deductible for my insurance. Okay, it was it was crazy, but it was an emergency. And guess what? Praise the Lord, we had the thousand dollars sitting there. You need an emergency fund. It, emergencies are going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen. And then you won't flip out or panic when something does happen. You can deal with the emergency because you planned for it. You knew it was going to happen. Money gives you flexibility, right? If you have savings and then you experience a car crash or a, a busted heater or air conditioning unit or a job, temporary job layoff, money works for all those. Money's the solution to every single one of those I just named. And you, it causes you to relax when you have emergency fund. You can relax. You can breathe. And you have cash saved up on hand that you can quickly get a hold of when there's, not if there's emergency, but when there's emergency, okay? This is something that you need to put in place to protect you. It's like wearing a seatbelt, okay? You're riding in a car and you have a seatbelt. That seatbelt's gonna give you a little security. It's gonna give you some, some safety measures, okay? When something bad happens. Well, this, this starter emergency fund is like a little seatbelt for your life. It is your seatbelt. 1,500 bucks, a little cushion between you and something bad happening. So number one, emergencies. Number two, purchases, Purchases. I'm talking about small purchases, big purchases, medium-sized purchases. We have got to save money so we can pay cash for our purchases. Everybody goes shopping. Clothes, shoes, household items, right? Everybody wants to buy a golf cart or an ATV or a jet ski or purchasing those concert tickets or tickets to the annual family cruise vacation to the Bahamas. Everybody buys stuff all day long. You have got to intentionally set money aside for these items so that you don't have to go into debt to make the purchase, okay? I know so many people who have went into debt for the most silly things. I'm looking in the mirror. It's me. Dirt bikes, four-wheelers, dune buggies, you name it, I've financed all of it, given my paycheck to other people, and by the time the item is paid, paid off, it's worth nothing, 
Okay, and that's what happens with every consumer product that you buy. As soon as you buy something, the moment that you buy it, the moment that you wear it, the moment that you drive it, the moment that you pull it up on the trailer and strap it down, the value of it decreases and you're losing money that you cannot afford. When given the option to make big purchases, most people buy now and just pay later. That brings credit card fees, interest fees, overdraft charges, monthly payments, stress, anxiety, possibly even late payments. Okay, the right way to do this, guys, is just to work hard and to save your money. Just save up for it. If you want to buy a $500 TV, good for you. I want one too. You can save $100 a month Okay, for the next few months. And then just do that for five months and make the purchase. It's just that simple. This is actually, guys, a good test to find out how much you really want an item and, then, and see if you're willing to wait for it. That builds discipline. It builds character. It builds responsibility. It builds even consistency in your life. This will test your commitment to figure out, do I really want what I want, right? We live in such a, I want it, I want it right now. That's the world we live in. I want it, I want it right now. That's the world we live in. No one saves up to buy anything. Guess what? Well, smart people, wise people, people with a wealthy mindset, they go into a furniture store and they see the couch that they want and they say, how much? Well, let me tell you what broke people say. Okay, dumb, young, dumb, and broke, right? That was our last couple episodes ago. Young, dumb, and broke, impatient people, people with no self-discipline, people that will never build wealth. You know what they ask at about the same furniture store, about the same couch? How much per month? Did you catch the difference? People with a wealthy mindset that are smart, that are wise, that are disciplined, that save the money, they just say, how much? The broke person, the person that doesn't budget, they don't save, they don't invest, they don't, they don't think about these things. All they want to know is, well, how much is it per month? Everybody has this mindset. Well, if I can afford the payments, then I can afford the product. Sorry, that ain't that ain't that ain't the truth. And there's nothing wrong with purchasing nice things, guys. Oh my goodness, there's nothing wrong with purchasing nice things. In fact, listen, I'd rather have something nice. All right, my wife and I, we purchase nice things. We buy the name brand. We buy the top quality stuff when we do buy something. Okay, I don't I don't buy thirty nine dollar pair of shoes. I'm sorry. Every time I go buy tennis shoes, they're one hundred and fifty bucks. I buy the the best shoes that I can find. I, I I enjoy having some good quality shoes. I don't buy the knockoffs. When when I want when my my daughter's birthday was this past uh, past year and and we wanted to get her a trampoline. Well, I found like a ninety nine dollar trampoline on Amazon. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, let, let's. Let, and then I got to think, I was like, I don't want a ninety nine dollar trampoline. Are you kidding me? So I went up to Sam's Club and I bought the this, the one that was several hundred dollars. It was good quality, top quality, okay? But we paid cash for it. Same thing, like when we go on vacation, I'm sorry, but I'm not knocking anybody that does this. That's fine if you do this. But to me, I, I don't like the Carnival Cruise. That's just me. I'm not going to pay the little $400 Carnival Cruise. I'm sorry, but when we go on vacation, we're paying for the $4,000 Disney Cruise. That's what we're doing. We want the top quality, the top brand. We want the best of the best. You get what you pay for really is a principle of life. And you don't, you don't believe me? Go on a $400 Carnival Cruise and then go on the $4,000 Disney Cruise and you will immediately be like, wow, he was right. That is a massive difference on quality and customer service and entertainment. And there's nothing bad with owning nice stuff. The problem is when all the nice stuff owns you. Did you hear me? There's nothing wrong with having nice things. The problem is when all the nice things have you. And, they're, and they've strapped around your throat. You can't even breathe because you have all these payments. You can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel because the tunnel is full of so many bank statements and, and, and all this mail that you're getting to make these payments and make these payments and make these payments. Guys, just save up. Just wait. Budget for it. Pay cash for it. There's nothing wrong with nice toys and nice vacations. Just save up. Discipline yourself. 
And you'll appreciate it even more when you do this. Okay? We want to build our dream house. We're going to save up. We're not going to take out a loan. We're not going to, we, don't want to, we don't want payments. We're sick and tired of payments. I'm sick and tired of, of, of working hard and having nothing to show for it. And some of you out there are listening. You feel the same way. You have worked your whole stinking life, and you have nothing to show for it. You work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, and you come home, and you have nothing left over because you make all these payments. You finance this. You finance that. You have debt for this and debt for that. You're working so hard to stay broke. Listen, there is a different way. There is a different way to live your life. I lived that way for several years. I didn't know there was another way. I told people, you'll always have a car payment. You'll always have to use credit cards. You'll always have a house payment. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Not this family. Heck no. Absolutely not. We want something we're going to save up. We're going to pay cash for it. It just is what it is. You have, and again, this goes against modern society. This goes against modern culture. But these are the character traits of a wealth mindset person, okay? Consistency, commitment, saving. This is a discipline, and you can do it. You can change your life, okay? You have a lot of stress in your life when you use this method of financing. There is a lot of stress. So alleviate this stress. Alleviate it. When you pay cash, the deal is done. There's no payments, there's no fees, there's no interest, there's no possible late payments, there's no budgeting for it, there's no line out. Listen, just save up. You alleviate a lot of stress when you use this method. Work hard, save up, and just pay cash. The deal is done. Then you don't have to worry about it. You can enjoy whatever it is that you bought. You don't have to worry about trying to pay for it. It's already done. It's a done deal, whether that's a car, whether that's a vacation, whether that's Christmas presents, whatever. Just save up and pay cash. I promise you. Number three thing you should save up for, retirement. Retirement number three. Number one, emergencies. Number two, purchases. Number three is retirement. Guess what? Wow, this is going to be like a, um, this is kind of a, a, a moment where hmm, the light bulb goes off. If you don't save money now, you won't have any money to spend later. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you that? If you do not save money now, you will not have any money to spend later. Research shows that 58% of Americans are saving for retirement. That means that 42% of people in the United States are not even concerned about retirement. Half of Americans pretty much aren't even thinking about retirement. They're not even saving for it. Even among those 58% who are, only only one in 10 save 15% or more of their income for retirement. Now, listen, that's a lot of numbers, but it boils down to this. Very few people are saving enough money today to live comfortable in retirement. Very few people are actually doing that. Listen, here's the solution. The best way to prepare for your golden years is to actively put away somewhere between 10 and 20% of your household income into retirement. You've got to discipline yourself. To the, if you can bump it up to 25 to 30, to 30, listen, I know people that save 35, 40% of their income and put it toward retirement. They're going to retire multimillionaires. Well, they can do that because they got out of debt first. They have, they've gotten control of their money, control of their income, and they can tell their money what to do instead of it telling them what to do. So just start with your 401k. Very simple. This is your employer match. It's part of right your contribution. Begin, just start there. And once you've invested enough to get the match from your employer, okay, go to the Roth IRA. And then this is the best thing. Man, it grows tax-free and you withdraw it tax-free. The limits are annual. Everybody knows this. You can Google this, search, search this. 6,000 bucks a year you can put in a Roth IRA. That's boils down to 500 bucks a month. That's a car payment, guys. That's a car payment. The average car payment is $500 a month. Listen, just... 
save up and pay cash for the car and then take that car payment and discipline yourself to just start stacking it away into your Roth IRA. And if you still have money left over after you contribute up to the match and then bump over to the Roth IRA, well then circle back to the 401k and finish all the way up to 20, 25% investing there of your annual income. And listen, guys, you need to go online. You need to figure this out. You need to go online, Google an investment calculator. I mean, they're just all over the internet. Just go to an investment calculator website. Just get online and Google it. Some will pop up. You need to figure out this thing. Okay. Am I saving enough now so that I can live comfortable in retirement? Albert Einstein said this, the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest compound interest. You've got to take advantage of this, especially if you're listening, you're a young married couple, man, you need to start doing this in your twenties. You will be a multi multi-millionaire when you're fifties and sixties. Holy moly. Let me give you a quick example here for a moment for you young folks. If you invest a hundred dollars a month for 40 years, that's the average working lifetime for the average person. Like start working at 25. They want to retire by 65. Okay. 40 years of working. If you only invest a hundred bucks a month, you will have $1.1 million in retirement when you're 65. You'll have over a million dollars if you just stack away, a discipline yourself to put aside a hundred dollars a month, a hundred bucks a month for 40 years, averaging about 11% interest, $1.1 million saved up for retirement. Guys, most of us blow a hundred dollars just eating at fast food restaurants. Everybody does this. According to the Economic Policy Institute, just 54% of American workers aged 30 to 60 participate in any kind of retirement plan, which means nearly half of all American families have no retirement savings going at all. Guys, did you know this? Did you know the top fear in retirement is not running out of money? The top fear in retirement is actually the fear of becoming a burden. Becoming a burden to those that you love, becoming a burden uh, to those that you care about. Listen, Social Security ain't going to cut it. The average payout for Social Security, y'all, and look this up, it's seventeen grand a year. Are you kidding me? That might as well be, that might as well be just 700 bucks a month. You can't retire on that, you, and you shouldn't count on it. My wife and I have a retirement strategy, a retirement plan that doesn't even doesn't even involve social security. We're, we don't even include that as part of our investing strategy. Doesn't it? It's not social security is non-existent to me and my wife. If it's there when we retire, wonderful. You know what that is? Icing on the cake. That's just money I can give away to my local charity or my local church. Okay. But if it's not no biggie, we didn't plan on it anyways. We social security is not going to subsidize my lifestyle anyways. And you shouldn't count on it either. Invest in a way that you are taking care of your business. You're not dependent on the government or anyone else to take care of you. Guys, if you don't save money now, you'll have no money to spend later. And if you don't, guys, if you don't, you will be a burden to somebody. That's the number one fear is that you will be a burden, not just emotionally, not just physically, but financially. You will be a burden to those that you love the most. Guys, don't do this. Don't just brush this off like it's no big deal. This is a big deal. But guys, it only matters if you choose to do something about it. You have to choose today to take action. It's not too late. You need to see a professional today. Go see a financial planner. Go see a financial Listen, I'm a certified financial coach. I do financial counseling every single week to families. I have my own professional financial advisor. He handles my portfolio. I have my own wealth manager. Okay, Wise people seek counsel. Could I all do it online on all of my own? Yeah, I could. I could handle all every bit of my investing on my own. All the mutual funds, all the investing. I could do it all by myself. But you know what? I'm going to trust 
counsel. Wise people seek advice, the Bible says. There is much wisdom in much counsel. You need to seek advice, okay? You've got to do this. Get a plan, put it together, do an investment calculator, figure out what do we want to live off of in our retirement years. You and your wife need to have a dream meeting, figure out what does our income need to be. That will determine how big your nest egg needs to be, which then you backtrack and figure out, okay, whatever my age is now, whatever my age is that I plan to retire, how much do I need to contribute monthly at an average, S&P 500 has averaged 11, 12% on average. So you can definitely count on, calculate 9, 10, 11%. That is totally normal. And whatever age you are now, whatever age you want to retire, how much monthly do you need to contribute so that you can have that nest egg, live off a portion of that interest for your monthly income in retirement and live comfortably and live your dreams. Be able to take your kids all over the world, your grandkids all over the world on mission trips and doing things for your church, your charity, and your family and your legacy. This is going to be awesome. You guys can do this. So, hey, thanks for tuning in to episode seven, the top three reasons why married couples should save money. Number one, emergencies. Number two, purchases. And number three, retirement. Guys, this is a big deal. Be smart. Be safe. Check us out on Facebook, Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast. Click like, click follow. I try to post things daily for motivation. And come on back to episode eight, right? Send me a message. Let me know where you're listening from. We're currently reaching nine different countries around the world. The top two being the United States, and then the United Kingdom, 38 states across the country and over 130 different cities across this great nation. Thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you for listening. Share this with your friends, your family, coworkers, if this has been a blessing to you. Hey, the number one listening audience all the way up in Washington State, Lake Stevens, Washington. What's up, guys? Thank y'all so much for tuning in and sharing this thing with your family and your friends. And I hope and pray this has been a blessing to you. So hey, if you got a topic suggestion, shoot me an email at coachmymoney at gmail.com God bless Money Marriage Podcast This is where you get advice I can make your marriage nice I can get your money right Money Marriage Podcast This is where you get advice I can make your marriage nice I can get your money right